Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into the radio. You're on 910 AM. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program here for the next couple hours for the best car radio program in all of Michigan. I am broadcasting live from up north, Charlevoix, Michigan. This weekend uh, drove a beautiful uh, Kia EV6 up here. Always a bit of a challenge uh, taking a electric car uh, on the road uh, going north. The superchargers kind of uh, start to thin out north of the big metropolitan areas, uh, Detroit and and uh, Flint, Pontiac. But uh, interesting experience. I'm up here on uh, beautiful Lake Michigan and found the 240 charger up here in Charlevoix where I can charge overnight. So that uh, helps to alleviate the range anxiety a little bit. Uh, a uh, wonderful car, the CV6, the first electric car that uh, Kia has made, a very similar vehicle to Hyundai Ioniq 5. Uh, it's got a range. Uh, this is the short-range vehicle of about 270 miles. And uh, a lovely car, very different-looking car, the CV6. If you've seen one on the road, you know it's different, and I think that's important to Kia's strategy as they try to uh, get people interested in their electric lineup. Uh, great show for you today. I'm um, going to be talking to James Lindsay, a, a Canadian racer that I saw up at Mostport a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, coached uh, myself and my two sons in our first visit to Mostport Racetrack. A uh, very exciting experience. We're going to be talking to James about that. Also going to uh, be talking to Roger Posey, a long-time dream cruiser. And uh, we are about one month out from the great Woodward Dream Cruise on August 20th, and uh, we'll give you a little preview of things with Roger Posey uh, about what's coming. He's the president of the Tri-5 Cruisers Club, and uh, then we'll also be talking to uh, good friend Jerome Levine uh, later in the hour about the latest uh, Toyota uh, uh, vehicle coming to market. But let's uh, kick things off here uh, with James Lindsay. Give us a call here, 313 778 7,600 if you want to join in the conversation. And as always, you can also find us over on our iHeartRadio in addition to uh, live here on 910 AM. I think we got James on the line. James, how are you? Good. Yourself? Yeah, doing good. You up in uh, Toronto this weekend? I uh, am, yeah. There's the IndyCar race, and also the uh, Fell Sports Car Series is running, uh, TCR cars, and, yeah, it's an exciting weekend in Toronto for racing, for sure. Yeah, you Canadians love your racing, and uh, uh, James is a uh, F-1600 racer, Formula Car racer uh, up there in Canada. We had uh, Nolan Aller on the program last week. I was broadcasting from 
auto brand, Audubon racetrack, uh, where I was racing my Lola alongside the uh, Formula Race Promotion Series, and uh, the F1600 guys were going at it hot and heavy over there at Audubon. Uh, we talked to Nolan Aller, who's a top five uh, uh, points uh, leader in that series, and then James is one of the top F1600 drivers up in Canada, and we met up with him at Mosport, which is one of the most daunting tracks in the United States. I had never been been there before. My two sons had never been there before, so we hooked up with James, who knows the place like the back of his hand. And, uh, James, we had a lot of fun up there. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about Mosport and how that uh, how the legend of Mosport fits into Canadian racing. Yeah, so Mosport... Uh, Bentley Motor Empire Motorsports Club uh, bought 450 acres back in 1958, and then by 1960, Al Bunting had designed the uh, facility for sweeping corners, fast, um, big elevation, dropping two, three stories in some of the corners. Uh, I mean, in a little F1600 car with 100 horsepower, your average corning, I think your average speed is about 90 mile an hour or something like that. Like, it's a very fast circuit. It flows all the way through. Um, so they had their first races at uh, Mosport in 1961, um, which was the inaugural race with the Players 200, which was won by Sterling Moss in a Lotus 19. Uh, the first Grand Prix started in 1967. It became part of the F1 circuit, uh, and then it's been ongoing ever since. In 2014, so coming into my time, or 2011, I think it was, it got bought by a group of investors, and it's been now called Canadian Tire Motorsports Park as part of the rebrand, which then they added lots of runoff space to make the facility much safer. Um, which has been a welcoming ad. And, yeah, I've been racing 1,600 cars for five years now. Um, I've won the Toyota Tires F-16 Championship B-Class, so for cars built before 1991 twice. And then in 2020, I moved into the A-Class for the modern F-1600 cars. And then this year I've had a good start to the season. I'm sitting third in the championship and everything's going good. Excited to go back to the entire Motorsport Park next weekend. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, you get to race that place multiple times. Uh, my, my first time up there, my father had raced that track uh, back in the early 2000s. And to your point, uh, Motorsport uh, is not only uh, one of the fastest tracks uh, in North America, but also had a reputation as being one of the most dangerous uh, a lot of uh, incidents, uh, both at Mosport and at Road Atlanta, uh, down in uh, in Georgia, uh, uh, always uh, uh, you know you had to be really careful at these big tracks. But as you say, both 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 Atlanta, both Road Atlanta and Mosport have gone through major safety upgrades in recent years. My father, I never, I never forget, my father came back uh, from racing at uh, Mosport about 20 years ago, and, and James, I know you, you've uh, 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 raced alongside your father for years. My father came back from Mosport and said, I'm never going back there again. <laughs> it's too too dangerous. And then, uh, uh, you know, there's a uh, legendary video of cars flipping on the back straights, uh, particularly K&M cars. And, um, uh, but all that, all that safety has been improved greatly 
And uh, I, I thought the track was uh, was uh, very safe, very fast, but uh, very safe at the same time. They moved the walls back. Uh, uh, everything seemed much uh, much better to me uh, when we were up there racing with you. Yes, they have done a great job at improving safety. They actually have one of the top safety teams in uh, North America and do some of the training for IndyCar as well. So they've really stepped up the safety, adding the runoffs in the dangerous corners like one and two, where it used to come out right beside the wall. Now everything's been moved over, so there is adequate runoff space for the speed you're carrying. Um, the Ron Fellows and the new group have done an excellent job at continuing to develop the facility, adding a driver development track on the other side. So there's another whole separate race track for developing drivers, and then there's also a full go-kart track there they put in as well. Yeah, it's really a beautiful part of the country, too. Uh, uh, for those of us here in Detroit, uh, you drive across uh, the border, go on across uh, – uh, underneath Toronto, and it's uh, just north of the lake uh, uh, um, on the east uh, southeast side of Toronto. So, great place to to go to a race. Uh, you're 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 close to the uh, metropolitan area of Toronto. Uh, uh, beautiful uh, hilly scenery. You're sitting up there at the highest point at most port. You can look out over uh, Lake Ontario. It's really a spectacular spot. I mean, not unlike James uh, at Watkins Glen, in a way. I mean, the track, a lot of comparisons to the track. Watkins Glen, very quick track, uh, very three-dimensional track. But also, you know, you go over to uh, Watkins Glen for a race weekend. You're there at the Finger Lakes. I mean, I, I, I felt Mostport as a venue uh, was one of the uh, most bucolic places I've been, and there, and there really seemed to be a fan reaction to, uh, as well. There were a lot of fans there for our race. Yes, yeah, so that was the, when we were there at the uh, Verac Grand Prix. Um, that was a big spectator event. There was probably twenty or thirty thousand people there. Um, the next big race weekend that I'm going to at CTMP, as we call it now, is the uh, NASCAR Pinty's Labor Day Sprint. So that has um, the Canadian Series NASCARs, the NASCAR Camping Truck Series. Or I think it's got another name now, but NASCAR Trucks, and then there's F1600 racing, and then the Fell uh, Championship Sports Car Series. So that's going to be a big weekend. Yeah. They'll probably have 60,000, 70,000 people out, which will be fabulous to race with as the campers line up on both sides of the track to make you feel like you're going down a corridor of speed. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. And then the uh, the, the following weekend, uh, James, after we had our race there, you were racing your F1600 formula car. I was racing my Lola. Uh, sports racers, the IMSA guys uh, came in uh, one week later, and boy, is it it's, it's something watching those guys, uh, particularly the prototypes, uh, go around that track. Uh, we're uh, we're doing average speed close to 100 miles an hour a lap. Those guys are doing average uh, lap speeds uh, close to 140 miles an hour uh, on this track, and and it is it is something watching those prototypes going through traffic. I'll tell you, though, James, I, I would not – I don't think I would want to race a GT car in IMSA on that on that track, uh, watching my mirrors all the time for prototypes coming. No, that is a big issue with the track because you have so many blind corners. You come up on the cars so quickly. The facility has has 10 corners, and I think four of them are blind, completely blind as you enter them. So you have no sight line to what's coming until you drop in. And they, 
a slower moving car really comes up on you quickly. Uh, we even have that issue even just in F1600 cars if you catch some back markers and stuff. You really, it, it really throws you because you don't see them until they're there, right? Managing traffic at Northport is very, is one of the most difficult things actually. Yeah. Yeah, and you can, you can get a sense, as, as James and I are talking, why uh, we were eager to have him as a coach. Uh, he knows the place uh, very well. And, and for racers like us, we've seen a lot of uh, racetracks. Uh, you know, it always helps uh, to have a coach uh, for a new weekend like that uh, come in, show us around the place, particularly a high-speed track uh, like most sport. So, James, uh, I was really impressed just with how much Canadians love their motorsport. Uh, the same weekend you and I uh, were racing, uh, the, the Formula One Grand Prix was up in Montreal on the island. And as you say, this weekend um, you got the IndyCar there, the boys there in Toronto. Uh, tell us what that's like a little bit. Are you gonna are you gonna go to that event? And what's what's Toronto like when the IndyCar series comes in? I mean, Toronto really comes alive. It's a street circuit, so it's right downtown. They close the roads, set up the grandstands, and all the haulers come in. So a lot of the haulers actually park in uh, a bunch of uh, convention centers, and that's where the pits are. Um, so this is all in indie cars, and then the indie support series are all there. And it's a big weekend, and Toronto is bustling with excitement cause with the amount of for racing, it's uh, it's great. Uh, I think, me, uh, some, I, think uh, I could be working it. <laughs> you know, as a racing car driver, you need to be making money so I can go racing next weekend. So I get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to go work it this weekend? Yeah. So I've been. I can help some guys out that are running some cars, and uh, it's an exciting weekend. Yeah, it sounds uh, fantastic. And I know some of uh, your colleagues, I believe, were running F-1600 cars up at the Formula One race at Montreal, right? Have you, you ever done that? Yeah. you ever raced that uh, street circuit in Montreal? I have never done the uh, Montreal Grand Prix. Um, but my, uh, I guess my coochie for uh, my sponsor, Britain West Motorsports, who runs a race team out of Ontario, he was fielding nine cars that weekend in the uh, F1 Montreal Grand Prix for the 1600 sport races, and that is a the biggest F1600 event in Canada. Uh, they easily pull 30 to 40 cars regularly every year when they go, um, and it's uh, it's a very different facility uh, with the F1 designs, the way the cornering and the curbs go, the wall, the way the walls are set up. It's it looks very exciting to drive. I've just never made it there. I was sent to uh, try to win the Verac Grand Prix that weekend. That was my goal, which I failed at, I guess. I got second every race, but we had great battling the whole time. Yeah, it was it was great racing. Well, James, uh, appreciate your uh, uh, appreciate your coming on today. Uh, great racing with you up there at Mosport, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Fantastic! Can't wait to see you again. Thanks for having me. All right. Weekend. All right. Sure. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You have a great weekend up there. We're going to take a break here on uh, Car Radio. Uh, we'll be giving you uh, golf updates uh, all weekend here on 910. So uh, stay tuned for that. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. 
Westward One Sports presents this special report on the 150th British Open Championship. Do you love golf? Turn your passion into a profession. Get started at PGA.com slash work in golf. Victor Hovland can do no wrong on the front nine at St. Andrews. Four straight birdies at three, four, five, and six. Hovland has leapfrogged Cam Smith into the lead by himself at 14 under. Hovland, one of several mid-20-somethings in the game, overflowing with talent, but he's never finished in the top 10 at a major. Now he's leading the final major of 2022 here in the third round. Smith is not alone in second at 12. 12 under, two back. Cam Young and Rory McIlroy also a dozen under par. McIlroy, the four-time major winner with back-to-back birdies at five and six. Players say the first 12 holes is where you can really attack and go low. Three players at 10 under, Patrick Cantlay, Scotty Scheffler, and Dustin Johnson. I'm Ted Emmerich, Westwood One Sports. Every day, PGA coaches across the country are helping golfers reach their goals. First time picking up a club? Let's get started. 16 holes still giving you nightmares? Let's conquer it. Want to bring a friend along? Let's learn together. Let's focus on health. On fun. On nothing at all. Let's talk goals. Let's try something new. Let's keep it going. Let's have some fun. Improve, connect, or escape. Wherever your golf journey is headed, let's get you there. Find your PGA coach at PGA.com slash coach. In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grinding halt, regardless of what the clock on the wall says, you leap into action. Granger is with you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support by phone or click to chat. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello? Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely positive that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. All right, welcome back to the 910 a.m. Superstation. You, uh, uh, you're with Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News, and uh, we're about a week out here from, uh, or, I'm sorry, not a week out, a month out from the uh, Dream Cruise uh, in uh, on Woodward Avenue. Uh, very excited uh, that comes in here every year, and. Uh, um, August 20th is, is going to be the date, uh, and I've got an article today in the uh, uh, Detroit News uh, previewing that big event uh, coming in uh, in about a month, and uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of look forward to uh, one of the uh, one of the most exciting things um, uh, and going out there on Woodward is not only seeing the uh, uh, all the, uh, the the big displays uh, put on by the uh, auto manufacturers, but also just uh, going out there and seeing all the car clubs, uh, seeing your uh, seeing your buddies out there, 
And uh, one of my favorite car clubs uh, at uh, the Woodward Dream Cruise is the Tri-5 Cruisers. Um, you'll find them uh, during the Dream Cruise uh, down around 13 uh, Mile in Woodward. It's a uh, uh, in the uh, in the Beaumont. Uh, uh, parking lot, the Beaumont Urology Department parking lot, and the uh, president of Tri Five Cruisers is Roger Posey, and he joins us uh, today. Roger, how are you? I'm doing just great. Looking forward to some cruising on Woodward tonight. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys are serious there at Tri Five, and uh, you guys do a lot of events throughout the course of the summer. And uh, tell, tell folks a little bit about what, uh, who the Tri-5 Cruisers are. Well, we uh, formed the club in uh, August of 2002. Actually, uh, Don Corwin and Charlie Yonker and Don Hutchinson and myself, uh, we went to the, uh, uh, it was the Ram's Horn Restaurant at the time. Now it's called The Avenue. And on a napkin, we formed the club. What uh, was the essence of the club, and and we're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. We now have uh, 67 members, and uh, we accept new members. Just uh, cruise in a vehicle that was manufactured by Chevrolet in the uh, three years of 1955, 56, or 1957, and uh, we sure have a wide variety of. Uh, vehicles in the club, you know, not just the Bel Airs or hardtops, but uh, station wagons and nomads, pickups, Corvettes, uh, even two-door handyman wagons. So if uh, somebody uh, is interested in finding out about our club, uh, just go to woodwardtri5cruisers.com and uh, check us out. Yeah, and Roger really speaks to the variety uh, vehicle that we see on Woodward, uh, not only uh, on the big day on uh, Dream Cruise uh, Saturday, August 20th, but uh, all week long before that, all summer long. I mean, there are so many uh, cars uh, in the Detroit Pantheon in particular uh, over the course of a century. I mean, you, you see everything out there on Woodward. And I know you guys, uh, you got your you got your great club there, uh, tremendous variety. I think you're expecting uh, north of 50 members to come out this year. Uh, but also, I know you just enjoy uh, sitting there uh, on the side of Woodward down there at 13 Mile and watching all this variety come by. Uh, what, what do you what do you look for in particular? What what sort of cars uh, 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 beyond uh, the tri fives do you look for there on Woodward? Well, it's always uh, great to see vintage vehicles out on the road. It amazes me at times uh, the early vintage vehicles that they actually bring them out on Woodward and, and cruise in them, with the, even with the uh, brake systems that were mechanical in that back in the day. But uh, they'll bring them out. And, and then, of course, uh, we always like to see the uh, people that have uh, – invested their time and energy in, in, in making their vehicles uh, something special, whether it's the paint or the engines or, or whatever. But uh, uh, we like all kinds of vehicles. And in fact, we, uh, uh, we uh, do different events like with the uh, um, 
Great Lakes Cobra Club. We'll we'll sometimes meet up with them, and and they can see uh, you know the the hot rods with the big engines and the Cobras, and and then they see our vintage cars, uh, and some of our vintage cars they also have been hot rodded, but uh, it's the variety, and of course it's the people. We we really enjoy talking with and and being around the hobby. It's 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 terrific. For everybody, yeah, it really is. Uh, it, it's it's a special day, as you say. Uh, it's it's a social event as much as much as as, it, as it's a uh, a car event. And and you know, Roger, the first time I met you uh, was two years ago. It was the uh, pandemic year, 2020. And and uh, what I was impressed with was was how many cruisers uh, uh, came out. I mean, it's it's a low risk environment. It's outdoors. Uh, and and it was really a it was a tremendous uh, summer event. The, uh, the the corporations are risk of are, are risk averse, so you didn't uh, didn't have the big displays um, uh, down in Ferndale Mustang Alley or General Motors, uh, not too far from you at Thirteen Mile. But there were still hundreds of thousands of people came out and, and cruised. And I got to say that that day meeting you and the Tri Fivers uh, there at um, at 13 Mile was was really a positive experience. You, you guys were so happy to be there, and I never forget. You told me, you know, this kind of feels like uh, the original cruise days. Uh, um, uh, talk about that a little bit. You've been cruising on Woodward a long time, <laughs> a fair number of years, <laughs> but um, in the day it was, of course, uh, Woodward was the the test road. Per se for the uh, the big three, and they would bring their cars out on the road and and test their engines and that, and and there were the different uh, automotive shops like the Warrens booth and the, and that that uh, they would test engines and uh, booth errands I should say uh, would test engines and that, but uh, you would go up and down to Totem Pole and Wigwam or Suzy Q and hang out and and uh, and then of course there was a little bit of racing on Woodward but uh, uh it was all in in fair fun you know but uh uh Ferndale you know it kicked it all off down there and uh and it's been growing ever since and I expect this year to be uh, really large and if somebody's really looking to to find out about the the uh uh Cruising on Woodward, uh, I really recommend that they go and check out the Royal Oak Historical Society Museum. It's on Webster. That's Webster is like uh, uh, 12 and a half mile in Woodward. If you take Webster east, uh, you will uh, get to Crooks, and right there's an, a uh, retired fire department. And it is just loaded with history about the Woodward Dream Cruise. And uh, I would uh, really recommend that uh, uh, if somebody has time, uh, check that out. Uh, go online and uh, look at what they have to offer, and, and it'll be worth an, an hour's stop in there. Yeah, that's a great uh, recommendation, great way to get the history uh, of the place. Uh, uh, Roger, what uh, you, you talk about uh, the Tri Five Cruisers and uh, the the vehicles that 
stands. What what are you uh what are you driving gonna be driving to the Dream Cruise this year? Well I'll I'll drive my nineteen fifty six uh four door sedan. It's Matador red and India ivory and and most people recognize it from my little diorama in my uh, back ledge in the rear window. It uh, it's probably the most photographed and uh, ledge back window out on Woodward through the years. Uh, but uh, it's my third brake light. When I press on the brake, a uh, diner lights up and a Texaco globe lights up, and I have red neon underneath my car, so I put red neon underneath a 56 Chevy in the back window, and and uh, I'll be cruising that, and of course, uh, you talked about the number of vehicles we're going to have uh, from the Tri-5 Club. Uh, uh, we enjoy parking with the uh, Detroit Metro Chevy dealers, and uh, they're a wonderful sponsor, and, and we, we get to park in the Memorial Park at 13 and Woodward in the ballpark. So if somebody's interested in those try five years of Chevys, uh, should uh, take a walk into the park. There'll be over 600 cars there, but uh, uh, go right into the ballpark and, and check our club out. We'd love to talk with you. Yeah, a lot of great stuff there. Roger, can you uh, hold on here? We're going to take a break and hear from our advertisers. Uh, on the other side, we'll continue talking to Roger Posey. Of the Tri Five Cruisers Club, you're on Car Radio, 9 10 a.m. Or- Attention, golfers. Golfers and sponsorships needed. August 3rd, support the Highland Park Youth Jets at River Rouge Golf Course, 9 a.m. Twosome Scramble Format. $50 early bird pre-registration special. Contact Bird at 248-416-8200 or Donaldson at 313-550-4995. August 3rd, River Roots Golf Course, 9 a.m. Golfers, golfers. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500 with a must-air within 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Jamie Harrington now at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at jamie at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public. With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. This excludes political ads. Welcome back into 910 AM, the Superstation here on Car Radio. Uh, give us a call here at 313-778-7600 if you want to join the conversation. And uh, a reminder, we'll be giving you uh, updates on the uh, big golf championship uh, at uh, 15 and 45 past uh, each hour uh, this afternoon. Uh, we are talking to Roger Posey, who is the president of the Tri-Five Cruisers Club. We're just in about a month out of the Woodward Dream uh, Cruise, and uh, very excited about that. And, and uh, Roger's uh, out there, uh, going to be out there with his uh, Tri-Five cru- Cruisers, uh, wonderful Chevys from those uh, glorious years, 56 uh, through 58. And, and uh, Roger, uh, tell us a little bit uh, about what you do that whole week. I mean, the, the Woodward Dream Cruise has really become much more than one day. I, I, I kind of tell people that it starts with the uh, Roadkill Nights, uh, sponsored by Dodge up at M1 Concourse a week before on Saturday. We get legal drag racing on Woodward. That's quite a sight. Uh, what, do, what do you guys? Uh, I know with your club, you do a lot of events uh, from the, that week. Uh, in addition to the big day on Saturday, August twentieth. Yes, Henry. Uh, we uh, we start our our week out uh, on that Saturday on the uh, August thirteenth. We'll be at the uh, Clawson Lions Club show. They do down on the main in Clawson where they. They actually shut down Main Street from 14 Mile down to Normandy, and they'll put four or 500 uh, cruisers in there for the day. And uh, we go and we we kick off the day. We've got all of our cars lined up, uh, of course, for people to look at and and for for them to talk with us. And uh, when the day is over, we can always. Uh, go up to M1 Concourse and, and watch the races up there, and, and we can cruise 
Woodward afterwards, but it's uh, uh, we it is a week long event. I know that uh, on Tuesday our club gets together for a uh, a picnic and and uh, and after the picnic we uh, go to Woodward and we cruise south on Woodward until we get down to 13 Mile and we we park in a parking lot there and and uh, we get out the chairs and go and sit and enjoy each other's company and and uh, watch all the action on Woodward of course uh, uh on Woodward Dream Cruise Day itself uh, we'll have uh, pop-ups on uh, in front of the Memorial Park on Woodward where our club will be able to uh, sit along Woodward, our members, and enjoy the action. But we'll be in the uh, ballpark, of course, uh, uh, with the uh, Chevy dealers. So uh, lots of uh, activity. And then during the week, uh, uh, we'll go to A&W in Berkeley and enjoy uh, a meal there and then head out to Woodward or, or of course, go to our favorite restaurant there and the avenue on Woodward where we started and uh, enjoy a meal and then out to the Woodward Avenue uh, checking out all the new rides that uh, are out there and the old ones uh, but it's uh, uh, there there'll be uh, other car shows uh, that happen during the week um, that we will attend uh, but it's uh, it's a whole week of, of just cruising and that's what the whole hobby hobby is around uh, centers around and and we just enjoy it for the uh, that week and and of course we carry on after that too because we have a short cruising season here <laughs> yeah so i'd say uh, that's a lot of cruising and and you know there's there's events roger all over the country um uh, I, I go down to Naples sometimes in Florida uh, in, in the winter, and, and there's a couple uh, uh, really nice car events uh, down there. Uh, but there's nothing quite like Michigan in the summertime, and, I, and I'm impressed that uh, some of your members come from places like Florida and New York uh, for Dream Cruise Week, don't they? They, they come to Detroit because this is, this is the uh, car event of the summer. Uh, we actually have members in Australia that come uh, for our event, in Canada that will that come to the event. Um, they don't. Uh, and the people from uh, Australia, the Babbages, they they drive a beautiful '57 Chevy, but uh, uh, it's rather expensive to haul that <laughs> to Michigan. So they just fly in when they come. Uh, this year they're they're coming for the Frankenmuth show, which is uh, in September, and uh, they'll be there. and And I have friends in France that they come. So people come from all over the world to to uh, be a part of the event. And of course, yes, we've got people from New York and and Florida uh, in the club coming in this year, uh, which is great. And uh, we have quite a few new members that uh, will be uh, out there also with us. So it's uh, we're looking forward to a long summer. <laughs> Hopefully the weather uh, is kind to us. Yeah, the, the weather's always beautiful here in uh, southeast 
uh, Michigan. Um, uh, one one last uh, Tri Five cruiser I wanted to highlight, Roger. I think you've got uh, 800. One of your uh, buddies has 800 horsepower stuffed into uh, Chevy. Tell us about that car. Uh, well, uh, the gentleman uh, uh, Michael Gilson just uh, uh, in the past year uh, picked this one up, and it's a uh, uh, quite the custom '55 Chevy Tudor Bel Air, and and it's rather unique in the sense that uh, not only does it have a turbocharged engine, but uh, and a custom interior. When they did the paint job, they took the stainless off, and all the stainless now is airbrushed on it. And uh, he sure is enjoying that ride. He's had it out already and and plans to do some more cruising uh, with it uh, this week. So uh, it's uh, it's quite the vehicle, and, and I know he'll have it out there on Woodward for everybody to enjoy uh, watching. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's quite a bit of variety right there within the Bell Air class. Uh, uh, everything from this uh, 55, uh, uh, the, the 800 horsepower 55 Bell Air to your 56 uh, uh, Bell Air with the uh, with the lights underneath. It's uh, it, it, it's great to see these uh, cars, Roger, uh, and uh, great to have you guys out there every year. I look forward to seeing you out there and have a great cruise season. Well, I thank you very much for the opportunity to come on and talk about our club and, and Woodward Avenue. And and if you think about it, uh, a million and a half people and virtually accident-free and, and trouble-free, and and it can be done. So uh, let's look forward to a, a wonderful season here uh, in uh, Michigan on Woodward Avenue. Yeah, thank you, Roger. Uh, look forward to seeing uh, Roger out there and uh, encourage folks to uh, go check out the uh, Dream Cruise Museum uh, that Roger mentioned there in, uh, in Royal Oak and everybody come out uh, on Woodward for the Dream Cruise August uh, August 20th. So we're going we're gonna to shift gears here a little bit from uh, vintage cars to uh, the modern market. Uh, we got our good friend Daron uh, Levin uh, joining us on the line. Uh, Jerome, how are you? Henry, I'm doing great, and I uh, hope you are too. Yeah, we're doing uh, doing good up here in uh, beautiful northern Michigan, broadcasting uh, from Charlevoix uh, today. And, and uh, Jerome, uh, you're just back from Austin, Texas, I believe, where you got a look at the latest Toyota. Tell us about it. Well, uh, it was 106 degrees down in Austin, and um, – I'm one of these guys who doesn't necessarily believe that it hasn't been 106 or more in the past, but uh, so I'm not uh, ascribing that to anything except that it's hot in the summer in, in Austin, but uh, we were invited by Toyota to come down to see a new full-size sedan, which uh, Toyota is introducing, which they're calling the Toyota Crown. And this is an interesting uh, story because the full-size Toyota that's been sold up through this year is called Avalon. And it's done okay, but as you know, uh, be, being an automotive expert, uh, sedans really haven't been growing. That segment hasn't been growing. Basically, people have been leaving sedans and getting into 
SUVs and crossovers and truck-like vehicles and that sort of thing. And, and there's some reasons for that. We can talk about that. But Toyota has decided that so many car makers have gotten out of the sedan segment, uh, namely GM, you know, used to sell the um, sell Malibu and Impala and those. They've, they've sort of tra- they, they transitioned away from those vehicles and Ford with Fusion and Taurus, if you remember that now they've they've got this Toyota Crown, which we got to see not drive, just see, but it's uh, it's it's pretty nice looking vehicle. Yeah, and, and um, as you say, this uh, appears to replace the Avalon big vehicle, uh, uh, very roomy, uh, practical uh, sedan. The uh, the the Crown looks like it's it's a bit of a cross between an SUV and a sedan. Is it a hatchback or is it a traditional? Has a traditional sedan trunk. It, it, it has. It kind of looks like it could be a hatch, but it's not really a hatch. It's really a trunk. There's no. There's no hatch. In other words, there's no rear window connected to the deck lid, if you will. And um, what's really interesting about this is that the seating position is four inches higher than in a typical sedan. So what Toyota did, which was very clever, is that they created this sedan, but they raised the seating position. So getting in and getting out of it is much easier, which is the reason why a lot of people like SUVs, because the seating position is better, and it has better visibility as well. So uh, Toyota did this, and uh, they're going to sell it worldwide. And the Crown name is a very uh, old and uh, revered name at Toyota. They've been selling Crown since the 1950s. They actually sold them in the United States for a short time and then stopped it, but, but they decided that Avalon really wasn't catching on with anybody, so they so they uh, uh, phased that out and uh, renamed the Crown, and they had a live stream with Akio Toyota, the, the president of Toyota on Thursday night, and he talked about it, and uh, you know, there was a lot of excitement, as you can imagine, and Razzie Taz, it was, uh, it was quite nice. Uh, Jerome, hold on there, we're going to uh, take a break here and hear from uh, the golf championships. Uh, you're on Call uh, Radio 910 AM. We'll be right back uh, on the other side of the break. Westwood One Sports presents this special report on the 150th British Open Championship. On Saturday, July 30th, watch all 32 NFL teams take the field for Back Together Saturday. NFL Network has you covered. Victor Hovland missed the cut at the U.S. Open last month at Brookline. Now he's leading the British Open at St. Andrews in the third round. 14 under par, run of four straight birdies at 3, 4, 5, and 6, pushing him past Cameron Smith. Hovland is through eight holes. Smith, the Aussie track. Trying to recapture his putting form from Friday when he shot 8 under 64. He slumped over after missing a 12-foot birdie at 7. Smith and Rory McIlroy tied for second at 12 under, 2 back. Patrick Cantlay and Cameron Young 11 under, 3 off the lead. Young bogeyed 7 after landing his approach in a pothole bunker. World number 1 Scotty Scheffler and former world number 1 Dustin Johnson both 10 under, 4 back. I'm Ted Emmerich, Westwood One Sports. Football is back. Let's go! Time to celebrate. Oh, yeah! On Saturday, July 30th, watch all 32 teams take the field for the second annual training camp. Back together Saturday. Let's get back in the huddle. Let's go, boys. Let's go, let's go, let's go. With a full day of practices and fan fests across the league. That's what we do. It's a can't-miss NFL reunion. Training camp. Back together Saturday. 
July 30th, all day on NFL Network. Golf takes focus. You can't be distracted, which is why you should consider working with a Fidelity Advisor to create a comprehensive wealth plan designed to help you grow and protect your wealth. Because once you've done that, you'll experience what Fidelity calls the planning effect, the peace of mind that lets you completely focus on what matters to you, which for many of us is our short game. Schedule an appointment to learn more or visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. <laughs> the leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. <laughs> Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. <laughs> call 800-928-0199. 800-928-0199. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hello, Detroit. This is Kim Holt. I'm here to introduce you to MoreForDetroit.com. MoreForDetroit.com is a website giving you a brief summary of who Ricardo Moore is, what Ricardo Moore does, and what Ricardo Moore believes about Detroit. More for Detroit also has a comprehensive list of contact numbers on who to call just in case. More for Detroit is for you. M-O-O-R-E, the number four, Detroit.com. Radio, you're on 910 AM Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News, and we're talking with Darone Levin, who is a columnist uh, with Seeking Alpha, a uh, tremendous business columnist, and uh, writes uh, particularly on automotive issues. Uh, those of us in the metro area know Darone well. He was the uh, business columnist for the Detroit Free Press uh, for years, so brings a lot of authority uh to these issues uh, as reported on the industry uh for some time and 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 Jerome so it, you know it's it's interesting to uh see Toro, to, uh, a brand like Toyota bring in a different badge like this as you say uh the sedan market is has struggled uh in this country and so Toyota is not just bringing in a different sedan to this market but they're also bringing in a different badge, this crown badge. Is that is that part of a larger strategy? Do you think the way they brought the Toyota brought the Scion brand in um, years ago, or or you think this is just a very specific car? Well, you know this this car uh, Henry's going to sell in fairly small volume, so I don't think Toyota is going to sink or swim on how Crown does in the United States. What I found really interesting about the introduction is that the cars that they're going to sell under the crown badge are all going to be hybrids. And 
as you know, Toyota has been somewhat controversial of late because they have refused to make some commitment about when they're going to get rid of gasoline engine cars, when they're going to get rid of hybrids, when they're going to go to EVs and all electrics. And, and this is actually the 16th model since they introduced Prius that's going to have a gas-electric hybrid in it. And Toyota argues that they have a limited amount of battery resource. If they use their battery resource for gas-electric hybrids, they are actually going to uh, save more carbon emissions to the atmosphere than they would if they put devoted all of it to batteries. And they make a very compelling case for this, and they're not backing down. So when you see companies like General Motors and Ford and Volkswagen, big global car makers say now that they are going to go and promise to go all electric, you hear from the Toyota people that, that this is a different strategy. They have a really uh, their own strategy for this, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's, they make a very good case for why they're doing it. Yeah. Well, and then, Jerome, when you say uh, Toyota's controversial, they're only controversial in a very small, elite uh, section of, of America within the, uh, within the uh, media, within certain political circles. I mean, you, you, go, you go out into the marketplace, and Toyota's not controversial at all. In fact, uh, they were the first manufacturer, uh, I believe, the first overseas manufacturer to uh, outsell – uh, the domestics uh, in, in a, uh, earlier this year. So this is a company that does very well among U.S. consumers, obviously knows the U.S. consumers. So it seems to me uh, uh, what, what they're doing is what the customer wants. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's a great point, uh, Henry, and I'm glad you made it because when, when I said controversial, I didn't mean that they are broadly controversial. They are controversial with uh, the mainstream media and their allies in the environmental activism movement, which has decided basically that the right way to do all of this is to is to uh, have batteries. And a lot of people don't agree with that. And we're finding out more and more that batteries have their own environmental problems uh, in terms of where you get the minerals for these batteries, how you're going to recycle them, some of the things that some of the uh, environmental fallout that's caused by batteries. So it's not all that clear cut that we're being kinder to the earth by getting rid of the uh, fossil fuels and replacing it with electricity. Yeah, everything comes out of the ground. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, uh, Jerome, when you, when you talk to people and you really drill into uh, advocates for electric vehicles, uh, they talk, they really talk about California. I mean, I can't, and, and even in California, you're not, you're not seeing, uh, penetration of EVs, uh, above 10% of vehicles bought. But you come out here into, uh, the middle of the country, up here in Charlevoix, for example, it is, it is rare to see an electric car, uh, up here in, in Charlevoix. People are driving, uh, gas cars, uh, gas cars are much more efficient, uh, to fill up. Uh, and, and actually, uh, even if you, if you do a road trip at current gas prices, which are about four and a half dollars a gallon, that's competitive with, uh, fueling up at a supercharger. Uh, I, I, I fueled up at a supercharger in this Kia EV6 that I'm driving at 43 cents, uh, per kilowatt hour. If you, um, if you price that out, 
uh, over the course of a trip, that's actually not that much different than four and a half dollars a gallon. And if you're if you're filling up at a service station, you're taking on 400 miles of fuel in five minutes. Uh, try to get 400 miles of fuel in an EV. It's pretty uh, it's pretty tough to do it in less than an hour. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I was struck by this. Uh piece that you did on uh, the trip of uh, Senator Stabenow from uh, Lansing to Washington. I don't know if you talked about that earlier in the show, because I wasn't tuned in earlier. I love the show, but I might have missed it. Did you talk about that? No, I didn't, didn't talk about that. Yeah, I, I wrote about that well, uh, earlier this week. <laughs> that was hilarious. I've told, told a lot of my friends about that. It's sort of amazing. Why don't you spin that story out, because that's really, that's really cool. Well, and, uh, yeah, to your point, uh, Debbie Stabenow, Senator Stabenow, took a trip from Lansing uh, to Washington, D.C., uh, never stopped at a gas station, never filled up at $5 a gallon, but uh, she did spend about three hours of her 13-hour trip uh, fueling up at uh, Chargers, and uh, it's, it's a very inefficient use of time. And uh, cost-wise, as I say, it it, it, it it equals out to about four and a half dollars a gallon of gas uh, when you're paying at 43 cents a kilowatt hour. Uh, Jerome, got to run. Uh, appreciate yeah. having you on the show. Uh, as always, always, appreciate the update on, on show, Toyota, uh, Henry. And uh, uh, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Have a great weekend. Thank you for thanks for having me on the show, Henry. Enjoyed it very much. All right, we're going to take a break here at the top of the hour. And on the other side, we'll be talking more cars with Mike Swears of uh, Toyota. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So, anyway, I'm very happy. 
Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 